Welcome, welcome, welcome. A little too early to say ho, ho, ho. This is your weekly Tech Law 10. This is Eric Sinrod, half of your uh, presentation, uh, as we've been doing these blogs now, frankly, over the many months and even years. Uh, Eric Sinrod of Dwayne Morris here in San Francisco. Uh, I'm joined by my partner in cybercrime, but not literally, uh, Jonathan Armstrong in the U.K. And I, I must say, Jonathan, I made a mistake, and I accused you of being a Latter-day Beatle from Liverpool, but you subsequently corrected me, and you're not so distinguished. You're actually from Hartlepool. So I'm, soon, I'm now going to turn this over to the gentleman from Hartlepool, because I know you have some thoughts about the Attorney General's announcement on social media. So take it away, Jonathan. Well, thanks very much, and I'm not sure the Hartlepool Massive would appear, uh, agree with your uh, analysis, but I'm sure we'll let it slip. Um, yeah, we've had some quite big news uh, over here in the UK with the uh, Attorney General has uh, decided to increase his um, uh, oversight, if you like, of social media. Now, the Attorney General, since uh, back in the day, has every now and then issued guidance to the mainstream media telling them that something that they might think is newsworthy is not uh, for legal reasons. And usually that's been where there's been some ongoing trial and the Attorney General is trying to ensure that the defendant has a, uh, a fair trial, for example. Um, and the Attorney General has issued 10 of these guidance notes to mainstream media this year, which is a substantial increase from the previous year. So they're not that common. But what he's decided to do is to issue these guidance notes on Twitter and on his website as well. But that's not quite as altruistic as you think, because the Attorney General's view seems to be that if the uh, uh, Twitter RT as well as the mainstream media are going to get the benefit of his guidance, then they're also going to get the punishment that he would ordinarily dish out to the mainstream media for breaking it. And the difficulty is, I think, manyfold. Firstly, the Attorney General is going to issue this guidance himself on Twitter. Well, all well and good, save for the fact that at the time he made the announcement, he had only around 2,600 followers on Twitter. So a small fraction of the uh, Twittering uh, population of the UK, let alone the Twitter population of the universe. I think in some respects the Attorney General did have to act. I don't think he had much of a choice. And I think really for three reasons. Firstly, we've got a number of very tricky cases ongoing at the moment in the UK. We have the trial of various News International employees for hacking. And just as an aside, um, Eric, one uh, of the News International employees who's not taking part in the current criminal trial, um, one of their lawyers was suspended uh, from legal practice uh, this week as well uh, in, in an unrelated uh, development to the criminal trial. But we've got some other trials coming up for some media celebrities like uh, Max Clifford and Rolf Harris, names that will mean things to people in Australia and the UK, but not necessarily in the US. Uh, sec a second principle, I think, is that we uh, all agree, I think, that defendants must have a free trial, and we should try and reduce the amount of influence 
reporting of a case has on jurors who are going to sit down and decide guilt or innocence. And thirdly, the victims in some cases are entitled to lifelong anonymity. And we've had a couple of cases around that that we've talked about before, the Ched Evans case, which was this Welsh footballer who, um, who uh, raped uh, a girl. The, uh, a number of people, including uh, Evans's cousin, uh, exposed the name of the victim on Twitter, and around about 20 people have been convicted of criminal offences relating to those tweets. We've had, um, uh, even more recently, uh, uh, three actions against individuals who identified the killers of James Bulger, a child who was murdered in the UK. The, uh, the uh, children who committed the crime were uh, granted um, a changed identity and, and, and people purported to disclose their identity in one. We've had a 14-month suspended jail term for doing that. We've had a, a, a juror go to jail because of uh, postings on Facebook. And we have had, I don't know whether this cultural reference is lost on you, but we've had um, the daughter of Bob Geldof, the uh, Live Aid founder and uh, famous, uh, famous for not liking the start of the working week, of course. Um, uh, we've had his daughter um, uh, uh, involved in, an, in what we understand to be an ongoing criminal investigation because she disclosed the identity of some uh, children who had been uh, subject to some uh, horrendous uh, abuse by a, uh, a relatively well-known uh, rock star. So these cases are happening. I think the Attorney General, as I said, had no choice but to do something. The difficulty there, I think, is when you tell some elements of the Twitter community that they can't comment on something, they do. There's an element of bull baiting about it, really, in that people want to be the first to disclose the secret that they're not allowed to disclose. So I think the difficulty for the Attorney General is that this will have to be a two-step campaign. Yes, he'll have to tell people what they can't talk about, but if they do talk about it, he'll have to punish people as well. And I think as a result, we're likely to see significantly more Twitter prosecutions, particularly in the UK in the year ahead, because we're going to have to have, I, I guess as the French would say, an element of uh, pour encourager les autres. We're going to have to have an element of making exhibitions of people for breaching these uh, advice notices if they're going to have any effect at all. And I wonder if anything similar has happened in the US, or would that be too much of a constitutional fetter to get through uh, U.S. Um, attorney generals. Yeah, well, I think you certainly make very good points, Jonathan, in terms of what's happening there, and that by alerting people as to what they're not going to talk about, you're almost daring people to do it. Um, mm -hmm. People want to get away with it, see if they can, and, and then, of course, once it does happen, examples will have to be made to show you know, they're, they're getting tough about this. So I think you make some good points. I mean, I'm not sure we have something specifically akin to that here, um, but there are concerns about, you know, whether you know, there can be, you know, how much access there can be by governmental entities to social media communications because, you know, as we all know, for example, Facebook has so many, you know, hundreds of millions of users and so many here in the United States and mm -hmm. people 
will say the darndest things and communicate uh, as they will, uh, thinking they have, in some contexts, you know, at least privacy vis-a-vis -vis the government. And there's so much data now being stored and, and uh, shared that there are concerns about it. Uh, but I think you've made all the appropriate points on, on your subject there, and I think the only thing I have remaining to say is I think I mispronounced the name of your hometown. Is it, is it Hartlepool? Hartlepool, that's right, yeah. And I called it Hartlepool. So I have, some, I have some people in your hometown that are now aggravated at me. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, maybe in recompense, one of these days we'll play some Hartlepool United songs as our play-out tune. Maybe that can be our holiday treat for people. I would love that. That would be great. Okay, well, I think we've run up against our 10 about a minute or two ago. So this has been your weekly Tech Law 10. Jonathan, thank you so much for sharing that very interesting development. As you know, you can uh, let us know of other topics you'd like us to cover going forward. You can find us in the social media, uh, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn. Uh, my email address is ejsinrod at duanemorris.com. Jonathan, you know what to do. Yeah, JV Armstrong at DwayneMorris.com. Uh, thanks very much for listening, and we'll speak to you again next week. Bye now. Cheers. Hey!